that was like my prized possession. And finally, like I was in a booth and I was rapping and I was just like, this is surreal. Hello, everyone. Yeah. My name is Ben Oigo. This is my podcast, New Music Muse. On this podcast, I'll be talking to different independent artists of different genres and varieties. This is episode one. I want to welcome my guest, Aqua Aura. Now, first question I have for you, how did you come up with that name? Because it's really unique, and I really fuck with it. I think it's really dope. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one day, my cousin was over at my house, and he was like, um, what do you want your stage name to be? And so I started thinking about it, and I was thinking about a bunch of different names, and I couldn't decide on anything. And I actually uh, collect crystals. So I turned around, and I looked at my crystal shelf, and I saw Aqua Aura Quartz, and I was like, Aqua Aura. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's dope. I fuck with that. They definitely have, like, a type of energy, so you're probably, like, drawn to it or something. Exactly. The way that Aqua Aura Quartz is formed is actually really cool because it takes, like, a lot of high heat and a lot of pressure to form it, and I feel like that really speaks for, like, the way that I've developed as an artist, so I think it fit really well. Also, can you tell us how you got the title for your album, D.I.D.? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's called, uh, DID stands for Dissociative Identity Disorder, which is like multiple personality disorder. And I was just trying to display that, um, not only like the drastic difference between each song, um, genre wise and sound wise, but also between every album that I've had so far and every project. It's all been coming from like a completely different part of my head. It's all like the same message, but it, it just shows like how I'm developing as an artist and like the different sounds that are contained within me and like my mo- multiple personalities when it comes to artistry and music. I think that's so cool because, you know, a lot of artists are scared to go out of their, you know, comfort zone with the music that they're used to making. And a lot of the mm. times, like, you'll see an artist make an experimental album and, like, their fans will, like, totally shit on it. Like, Childish Gambino, for example. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. I, <laughs> we got it bad. Yeah, like, um, yeah. but I think that that's incredible for you as an artist to, like, not be confined to one genre. And I was considering your music to be very experimental, like, when I was yeah, listening is. to it. Won't even bother, for example, um, when I heard that song, I was like, yeah, like, fucking, like, he's going <laughs> fucking gangsta on this. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like, there's a this beat switch and you're, like, yeah. you're emo now. And I'm like, wait, he got me in my feels. Wait, hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That song was actually inspired. I was, I was driving one day. I used to deliver pizza and shit. Um, I'm driving one day and... I'm listening to the radio because it wasn't it wasn't my car, it wasn't a car I had an aux in. And all of a sudden one song's playing and then static cuts in and then it just goes to a whole different song, like a whole different song. And I was just like, what if I just did that, like which which is usually an accident and just did it on purpose and just try to do that with this song? It's cool because I get to start off with like it starts off you're like, Oh, okay, this is just like another Jack rap song, like you said, and then next thing you know, it's just like a whole different vibe and you're like, Wait, what? Yeah. So yeah, it's really it's really about telling a story and also just like painting pictures in people's heads because like that's one of the things for me. I don't like really you like I'm not drawn to music unless it paints a picture that I enjoy in my head. One hundred percent. Yeah. I also totally agree with that because like when I'm listening to music, I want a story. I don't want to like hear some surface level shit. And I don't think your music is surface level at all. And I, I've been listening to your song On Top of the World a lot. I really like that one. It gives me a lot of like 90s feels. 
and it just made me kind of feel like you know cruising oh yeah what's a lyric that you find most relatable to something in your life from this album you know that really like sticks to your like existence i would say fade away is the most like vulnerable song for me and not only is it my favorite song on the album i think it's like the best song i've ever made easily but fade away like if you really listen to that opening verse it's kind of fast and it's kind of like like i kind of wanted to combine like a jazz pickup um with like a hyper pop beat and i wanted to do like almost a jazz pickup with my voice over this hyper pop beat and let it build up and then go into like a new like almost pop punk hyper pop style chorus just to like show people that like the theory is still there and my dedication to music itself is still there but also like even like the first words of that song like promise me it's gonna be okay had to relocate i needed my fucking space like it's all about just like me like doing things for myself and like me being vulnerable and needing help and it's just um that's definitely the most like me song on the album and the chorus alone totally speaks for itself you would definitely say like that's a song like that you're most proud of on the album out of my entire career that song is like one of the songs where i'm like all right yeah like i know i'm just starting off but this is the ones that are going to be forever one of my favorites the quality of the production on your album was phenomenal your flows are crazy a lot of the times like people aren't able to get the the quality of like lyrics and production together um because they're either too focused on one and um sometimes you need an emphasis on lyrics and sometimes you need an emphasis on production um all depends mm-hmm. on the song i also really like your song float that one Thank i was diving to um yeah that's a favorite too so what would you say like are artists that inspire you uh influence you know your style of music I mean, I would have to start with my my wrist tattoo. This is the uh, the graduation bear from Kanye's album, oh, wearing wow. an MF wearing an MF Doom mask. So there's two inspirations. I'm wearing a Mac Miller shirt. Mac Miller, uh, yeah. Uh, Joey Badass. Um, Breakins was a huge inspiration on this album. I love Breakins. Um, Wubs. Um, my friend Chris actually, his artist name is Lil Lagosi. If it weren't for him, like this album, like if it weren't for like you know, like Rob Kowalski, Pete Fenske, Pat Walsh, like everybody at Dumblet, this album production-wise wouldn't be where it is. But like so much of the inspiration came through me meeting Chris, through me like meeting Lugosi and just sitting down and talking. Like he showed me so much music and so many different genres I've, and subgenres I've never fucking heard of. Him, my friend Connor Law, like as much as like there's these big artists that inspire me, like if it weren't for my close friends, like who also make music and who put me on to shit every single day and who motivate the fuck out of me. Like they almost inspire me more than like these big artists do. Cause as much as I want to, like, I love the sound of these big artists. Like I want to make music that like my friends enjoy and that I enjoy. And like, it's really like something I do for me in my close circle. And it just happens to be something that, uh, that gets recognition. And it's, it's something that's really, really interesting and fun for me. No, that's really amazing. I think a lot of people get caught up in the numbers and they get caught up in like, oh, you know, where is my music going to take me? Like, 
and they're just they're just so focused on the future of like mm. where their music is gonna go. But I love your perspective on how like you make this for your friends because that's really amazing. Like you're listening to your own music with your friends and they're vibing. Like that's got mm. that, that's a different type of confidence and motivation. And, yeah. Um, like you're so lucky that you have that support system, and I'm happy for you that you do. And I love your taste, by the way. Kanye. <laughs> I would say Kanye is one of the most experimental artists, like in the industry. Does not give and a fuck. Yeah, the goat. And Mac yeah. Miller too. Like, wow, mm -hmm. yeah. And also, like, I think a lot of people slept on Mac Miller's uh, first album, Kids. I think a yeah. lot of people slept on it, and like now they're listening to it and they're like, "Wait, he was fire back then, before he was depressed." Yeah, yeah. I mean, a huge, a huge thing about Mac is um, you could see like. He was, he only, not only developed as an artist, he developed as a human throughout his career. And that, that development was so apparent, both as an artist and as a human. And we got to, like, when you're, when you get so big at such a young age and everything that you do is in the public eye, it's like, it affects everybody differently. And Mac was one of those people who was, was so good at handling it, um, for such a long period of time. And eventually it's like, you get so used to it. It's just like, it's hard to maintain, like, sanity almost when it's like all right yeah. everything i do like i can't even take a piss without somebody wanting a picture like it's 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 insane and like i feel for max so much even just listening to his like his last two albums especially like when he oh, was yeah, like sure. just in his feels and he just like finally showed people like yo like it's not always just fucking unicorns and rainbows like shit gets rough like getting on to like your influences um you know artists moving on from yeah. that what would you say is like who would you say is your dream collab like now? Joey Badass or, or Breakins, uh, at the current moment. If I could get on a song with like Joey, especially, yeah. I've been listening to Joey forever. Um, and I've been listening to Issa Gold, who's on my recent albums, like since before I was even listening to Joey Badass. I was listening to him when I was like, 16 years old, like wow, smoking in the woods with my friends. Like somebody showed me him and I was just like, who the fuck is this? And I've been listening to him. And I remember one day I rapped for him at this venue in New York. It's called SOBs. And uh, I was like, one day I'm going to get on a song with you. And he was like, all right, all right, we'll see. And then I got him on the album. And it's just like surreal seeing the footage and like the pictures of my reactions from meeting him that night to now where it's like, I can FaceTime the guy. I can fucking text him like whenever I want. Like he's great dude, super fucking chill. Like, all around just like blast to work with that guy that's like crazy when someone that you kind of you know idolize in a way becomes like your friend like yeah. i've been thinking about that like the music industry is so weird in that like once you like kind of break in and you like talk to other artists you're like the starstruckness like kind of like fades away a little bit but you're also mm -hmm. like the glimmer is still there like wow like you know this person's like yeah. really fucking talented like and i'm actually their friend and yeah i think that's really dope that you got to work with him with that track like how did that come to be i actually got i got him and i got mick jenkins both on a song the same way just you know hit him with a dm like yo like i love your shit like i want to collaborate like no matter what like these are you have to like remember that these are people that um 
they're they're big people and they don't do shit for free. So it's like you got to go in, you got to be willing to make certain sacrifices when it comes to money, when it comes to time. Yeah. All about patience, really. If you want to if you want to feature from anybody, all it takes is patience, kind words, and whatever they ask for in exchange for their artistry because that's super important that you both are satisfied at the end of the day. I honestly can say like I found out about you through your girlfriend Bella and it's funny because I reached out to her like I saw her on TikTok she came up on my for you and I recognized someone that she had photographed and by the way amazing photographer props to her and uh she took some photos of me and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like she brand photographer for uh Dumblet. yeah and then I started seeing her post about you and then she kind of put me onto your music and I was like wow this guy's like insanely talented like I have to I have to get to know him and oh yeah well so, uh yeah there's there's so much um that she has done for me in the short period of knowing her it feels like I've known her for like 20 years um, she has done so much for me and just like helping my career, like just motivating me in ways that I never was motivated, just like pointing me in the right direction. So much of like the tail end of this album and like after it's been dropping, like all the promotion leading up to like the drop, all that shit. Like she's helped me with so much in so little time and I am extremely grateful for her and like every second we spend together. I, I love to see that support. Like it, it really is all about, you know, support you know, when Mm -hmm. you're, when you're trying to follow your dreams and when you have that, like, it's really unreal. She took the, the picture for the cover art, DID, correct? So you did, did you design the art? I did. Yeah. That's it. I do all my own cover art. Wow. That it it was, it really looks sick. Like it's really cool. So you said that like on the album, it says Aqua Aura's sophomore album. And I yeah. noticed on Spotify, like you have, it looks like you have three albums. So can you explain yeah. like why it says that? For me, it was more like, like, I felt like mind race and cyberspace to me was like graduating eighth grade. Cause graduating eighth grade is still super important on its own. And it's still like your, it's still your was moment. That, was you're, that when you made still, that album? No, but it, it's like, I made that, I mean, I started writing it probably like, eighth grade to freshman year and then started recording it later on. But musically, like, that was my fresh, that would, that would have technically been my freshman album. But the amount of development that had occurred between that and The Edge of Forever, it was like, that was like me graduating eighth grade. The Edge of Forever was like, yo, I'm a freshman now, like, I'm in this shit. And then this album is like, yo, I'm a sophomore. I'm getting comfortable. Like I'm learning the hallways. Like I'm, I'm finding, like, you know what I mean? I'm entering new clubs. Like I'm doing like, so it's like, it's, it's just more about, um, my comfort and like the way that they have not only been treated by the people, but by me in a sense of like, yo, like, uh, mind race in cyberspace, super experimental. A lot of songs on there that I just threw on there because I had them. But now I'm starting to refine it and just grind it down and like polish every single album and make sure it's perfect. And so far, Did has been like the crazy, like I have gotten so many opportunities in the past like three days since that album has dropped. It's like genuinely blowing my mind. Like I've never gotten this much love. I have never had people like been so excited to hear shit. Cause like usually when I'll send people an album, 
they won't even open the Snapchat for like, you know, like a few weeks because it's like, oh, it's just Jack. He's probably just promoting another song. But then like when I get that, when people open it and like weeks later, they're like, holy shit, I don't know why I didn't like, I don't open these. Like, you know what I mean? So much love has been coming out of this album. And like, I'm so grateful to both you and everybody who's been supporting because without this album, I don't think we would have, we would even be talking right now. It's, it's super dope. And I think like a lot of artists kind of had those experimental albums, you know, before when they're starting out, like, mm-hmm. you know, they have like their mixtapes or, you know, there's, and I think that's a really cool way to put it, you know, how your style has developed through this album and mm-hmm. it really is like a crazy journey can you tell us like what age did you actually start making music like actually like i don't know like hop into a studio and record a song yeah so i was in i started writing when i was like 13 one day when i was a freshman in high school the owner of dumlet pat walsh hit me up this is back when dumlet was simply green studios he hit me up. He's like, yo, can you come film a music video for me? This is back when I did photography and videography. And I was like, yeah, sure. I would love to. Picks me up. We're on our way home from the video shoot. And I was like, yeah, like I rap a little bit. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, but I've never rapped in front of anybody. And he was like, all right, tell me the beat. So I I showed him the beat and he put it on and he was like, all right, rap. And I, I, like, I handed him the phone. I was like, do you want to just read it? He was like, no, you got to rap it. I was like, all right, fuck. So I started rapping it, and he was like, he stopped the, the beat, and he was like, do you want to go record that tomorrow? And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, do you want to go, like, to a studio tomorrow and record that? And I was like, yeah. So we went to Shorefire Recording Studio uh, in Long Branch, and we recorded the song. I had, like, a great time. We were there all night, and that was my first time ever in a booth and to hear like the progression from that song, which I, I think was made in like 2016 to now is just like absolutely insane. That was like my prized possession. And finally, like I was in a booth and I was rapping and I was just like, this is surreal. And then to like watch both me and Dumlet like grow simultaneously side by side. And just like, we're both always doing something. It's just like, it's so fucking fun because those are like some of my best friends and I can just go there, chill, record. Like they got me, I got them. I wouldn't be shit without them. So, Like I don't really know much about Dumblit, but I like from what I've seen on social media, it looks lit there. Like yeah. Jersey pride. Nobody fucking talks about Jersey. Like let's go. Yeah. I think there's so many like emerging artists coming from New Jersey. Have you like had like certain performances like pre-COVID? Um and what would you like and now like what would you what's your like song that you just fucking want to like perform like right after covid like what is your song that you want to do easily uh easily fade away fade away is like i just want to get in front of a microphone and scream that fucking song every word of that song um yeah i did i've had a bunch of shows i probably had like 15 shows pre-covid um, I sold out the indoor at the Stone Pony once. I played there a handful of times. I played the the House of Independence like three times. I played Lake House. I did a music festival in Pennsylvania for my friends. It was like um, a Moonlight Gathering Festival. That shit was sick. Um, 
What else? About? I was gonna actually. I'm so. This is like something that always pissed me off. I was actually gonna open at Starland Ballroom for Lil Mosey. Oh wow. Uh, in April on the third, and COVID fucking decided to knock on yeah. the door and be like, "Give me that." So oh my I mean, yeah, it's a bummer. It would have been a huge show. It would have been a bunch of fun. But it's good because now I have music that when COVID's fucking, you know, packed up. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> when that shit's out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. When, when COVID's out of here and that show is back on, I'm going to have a lot better material to present to them and present to that crowd. And, like, I'm going to be able to better with this, like, hyper pop style stuff. I don't know. I would just like to go there and just stand out a little bit. Things come and go, and I think there's going to definitely be a lot bigger, better opportunities to play. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think so too. I think your your stuff is really. Um, I think it is performance worthy because of how like there's a catchiness to your to your lyrics, and mm-hmm. but there's also like a crazy flow that's like addictive to listen to. What was your overall message with DID? Like. What would you say is the theme of this album? A lot of it has to do with, for one, I would say, like, mental health is a huge part of it. Um, Just about me and, like, the shit that I go through and the emotions and, like, you know, the shit that I display that I don't usually... Because, like, for me, like, if you know me, I'm a very, like, I'm usually, like, you know, like, the, the goofball in the fucking room, like, you know, like, class clown type shit. I'm always joking around, goofing off and shit, but then it's like, you know, you don't know how somebody is. (laughs) Yeah. But you don't know how somebody is when they go home and they're in the room and like nobody's around. Like that's when people are their truest selves. And I wanted to bring that true self onto this album and be like, yo, like I can be on my cocky shit. I can be in my really fucking sad shit. I can be on my like angry hype shit. Like it's really just all about like, that's another reason it's called did it's just like it's all that personality it's every aspect of who i am as a person you know still alive is like here's here's how i think you know when i'm fucking off it when i'm like you know chilling rolling up with the homies like polka dot pajamas here's how here's who i am when i'm fucking pissed off and i'm hockey shit fade away here's who i am when i'm like you know vulnerable emotional and wayside like super in my bag Definitely the main message is just, like, about displaying emotions, experimenting, not being afraid to show who you are. And, like, if you like something and you want to bring your full personality into it, like, do not be hesitant. Because this is the first time that I've really been like, all right, I'm not going to do a single one of these songs for anybody else but me. I don't care how anybody reacts to these songs. Like, even the single won't even bother. Like, if you listen to that song, like... That is not a song that I've ever put out before. That is nothing like anything I've put out before. And I wanted to throw people off and be like, yo, like, I'm not just going to make the music that I've been making because this is what you're expecting or this is what you want to hear. Like, here's the music that I want to make. And, you know, like it or leave it. And people liked it. And it's been, you know, like the most listened to song I have on Spotify so far. And it's helped the album a lot. And, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a fun song. Yeah, I think it's I think it was a dope choice as a single to drop mm-hmm. first. Like, yo, like Aqua Aura, like new sound coming at you, like right. Y'all not gonna be prepared for this shit. Honestly, I'll be real with you, like that was the first song I heard from you. Cause I hadn't mm-hmm. heard about you like until Bella started posting. And mm-hmm. um I was like, yo, like I, I was stunned because the like the rapping like i'm i'm a big rap person i like mm-hmm. you know i i just love rap and when i heard the rapping i was like yeah and then like all of a sudden i'm in my bag 
it was just, it was crazy. And listening to this album, like every song that I have been listening to sound different to me. Exactly. I, I love how, I love that theme of an album. Like when an album has a theme, I think it's even more effective in its message. I was like, yo, I need a beat. We were recording um, a project. It's called The Dumb Tape, biggest collaborative project to ever come out of New Jersey. It's coming very soon. Um, keep an eye out. There's a bunch will. of fucking artists. I met so many people that week. We're sitting there. It's like the end of the week. And I was just like, yo, I need a beat. Like, I need something crazy, crazy. And Rob's like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of tired. I don't know if I want to make a beat right now. We're just sitting there. He makes a beat. He's like, nah, I don't like it. I'm like, come on, like, make some shit. Like, I don't care. Because I know when Rob gets tired, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. He's like, not right now. Because he knows you can't force it. And I respect the fuck out of that. And we all know we can't force it. Like, as an mm-hmm. artist, it's never good to force it. And he was like, I don't want to force it. I don't want to force it. And then Pat came into the room. He was like, yeah, let's let's do it. So Pat started fucking with something. And then Rob was like, yup, no, I'm in the zone now. And then Rob started. And then together, I just watched them put that beat together in, like, like two hours and I'm just pacing around the room, writing over the beat, like, as they're making it. And it's just, like, it's literally, like, like watching a building get built in a timeline. I think that's, like, you know, what the independent world is, like, kind of representative in the music industry. Because music mm-hmm. industry can be so toxic, can be so, like, oh, look at all this competition. Like, there's no support when mm-hmm. it comes to, like different artists like artists are constantly just climbing on top of each other but like when you're like in interviews like this you really get the like meat of like what goes behind a song you have a lyricist you have a um you have all these producers these engineers they put they work their ass off and and you have to have that laid back attitude to do like this 100% you know, to like let it flow naturally. All right, Aqua Aura, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. And everyone go listen to DID on all streaming platforms. Follow Jack on all social media. All You can also follow me. I'll leave that in the description. Signing off. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Much love.